Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sitting in for Glenn Beck. Hope you guys remember me. I am the host of Fearless with Jason Whitlock on the Blaze TV network. It is an honor uh, to be sitting in for Glenn Beck as I do pretty much every year around this time. It is the Christmas season. Glenn Beck is taking some vacation and I get the privilege and the honor of sitting in for Glenn Beck. I'm live in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm at TPUSA's America Fest. I'm speaking later today at America Fest, and that's what we're going to talk about. My speech at America Fest. Stop apologizing. Be fearless. America's history inspires gratitude, not shame. We got to get our minds right. Let me help you. I'm going to do that today on the Glenn Beck Radio Program. I want you to meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a preborn network clinic who loved and supported her, and after hearing her baby's heartbeat on a free ultrasound, she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, the baby's chance at life doubles. Please, if you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies and right now through a match your gift is doubled to donate dial pound 250 say the keyword baby that's pound 250 keyword baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash back that's preborn.com slash back sponsored by preborn all right jason whitlock sitting in for glenn beck on the glenn beck radio program uh It's almost time to wish you Merry Christmas. Uh, We're seven days out uh, from the Christmas holiday. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be with you for the next three days. I'm really excited about today's conversation because I'm going to invite you to help me 
as I give a speech uh, later this afternoon here in Phoenix, Arizona, at Charlie Kirk and TPUSA's America Fest event. And I'm going to take this opportunity here in Phoenix at AmeriFest uh, to define what my agenda and message will be throughout 2024. Uh, for those of you that are familiar with me, familiar with my social media feed, particularly Twitter, where I'm, I tend to be most active, or X, uh, for a little more than the past year, my bio has said, Christian, bearing witness requires courage, not perfection, fearless. And so I'm about to change that in this new year in 2024, because I believe I have a different agenda, a new uh, level of conversation that I, I want to approach. Uh, I, I, I've, I've not that <laughs> bearing witness is always going to be about requiring uh, courage, not perfection. And that was a message trying to tell believers don't let non-believers, don't let the secular crowd silence you with your sin. D don't hide your faith, your values, your Christian beliefs because you are a sinner. God knows that you're a sinner. You know that you're a sinner. Your sin is part of your testimony. It should not be a tool the secular use to silence you. I've been beating that message uh, for more than a year. I've been using it to explain myself and why I talk about myself the way that I do uh, on my program, where I confess all of my sins, where I, I don't let the secular crowd say, hey, Jason Whitlock didn't used to hang in strip clubs, didn't used to chase young women, didn't used to drink and smoke weed and do this and do that. Weren't you, you know, gluttonous and all these other things? And, and and I'm trying to say to men in particular, but just believers in general, that's a gimmick that the secular use so that you won't stand on truth. And all you need is courage to stand on truth. You don't need perfection to stand on truth. And so, so many of you have been waiting for, oh, once I clean up my life, once I'm perfect, once I remove sin from my life or a lot of this sin from my life, then I'm going to stand on truth. And, and what God wants you to do and what the proper thing to do is to embrace your Christian identity Start living that out publicly, and then it will cleanse you. It will clean you up. It will move you on a never-ending journey uh, towards, I wouldn't say perfection because that's unattainable, but it will clean you up. Well, I have a new message uh, for 2024, and it's about men, and it's about getting our minds right, and it's about stop apologizing, be fearless, America's history inspires gratitude, not shame. And, and, and if you listen to anybody who's an observer of American culture, who's an observer of what's going on globally, we know that 2024 is going to be chaotic 
on a level perhaps that we've never seen. And we have seen a lot in our lifetime. We have seen a lot over the last 10 years, over the last five years, over the last three years. We have seen a lot. Everybody that has been observing and monitoring and analyzing what's next, 2024 is going to be a hot mess and perhaps an unprecedented hot mess. And so if your mind is not right, in 2024, you're not going to know how to handle what's coming for all of us in 2024. What's coming for America, what's coming for believers, the level of persecution. And so that's why today's show, the speech uh, that I'm going to give today here in Phoenix is directed at men and it's about getting our minds right so that we can combat and deal with what's going to transpire in 2024. And and the number one thing we have to do to get our minds right as men, we have to quit apologizing. We, we, have, to, we have to tell the left, tell the secular, hey, uh, I'm not going to be in a defensive position, in a position of compromise in 2024. America has become so secular, so satanic, so immoral that I'm no longer going to apologize. I'm going to stand my ground because you have run a guilt trip on me, men. That that your that man's entire mindset is like, oh my God, what I did in the past is so despicable. What my ancestors did in the past is so despicable. Oh, do I owe a debt to all of these people? To to women, I owe a debt. Oh, we were so sexist. We were so unfair to women. Oh, my God. The racism. Oh, we've been so unfair to black people and people of color and the transgender crowd and the LGBTQ crowd that, oh, we must apologize. We must get into a fetal position, drop to our knees and compromise and give ground and and do make goods to everybody to women to people of color to the alphabet mafia we owe everybody reparations and and that's how they have seized power and control of our culture is because men have been told, and I'm mostly talking about Christian heterosexual men, have been put in a feeble position, in a position of guilt, in a position of apology, and doing make goods, and promising reparations, and promising diversity, equity, and inclusion. We spend all of our time, our entire mentality is about apologizing 
for things that went on in the past. We have to stop. We can no longer afford to apologize. This, we've allowed the secular and the left and the grievance industrial complex to make themselves gods and that we owe a debt of gratitude to them and not to Christ. That's why we're losing the cultural war. That's why our children have become so vulnerable. That's why drag queen story hour. That's why uh, transgenderism. That's why uh, men who pretend that they're women are allowed to compete against women in sports. That's why this country has gone to hell in a handbasket. That's why George Floyd statues have replaced legitimate American heroes because we have been convinced that we owe a debt to these alleged marginalized groups. I'm going to walk you through today why that's untrue and why America's history should inspire gratitude and not shame. And that is not, and again, I can, my critics, <laughs> Whitlock's whitewashing America's history. Whitlock is rationalizing all of America's sin. America is a reflection of humanity, just like every other country. And so as long as man, child, woman, human beings enter into the world imperfect, full of sin, with a sinful nature, there will be no country that will be free of sin and free of transgressions and free of unfairness. Man is born into the world in need of a savior and that savior came and delivered us. And that's who we owe our gratitude towards. That's who we owe our debt toward. Not the secular elite, not the leftists, not the alphabet mafia, not American black people. And for those of you that maybe this is the first time you're hearing my voice, first time you're hearing my name, I'm an American black man. I am black and unashamed. Again, I don't like the word pride because I, I don't think there's a positive form of pride. But so I, I don't use the word pride. I, I would, you know. I don't use the word American pride. I don't use the word black pride. I don't, I try to avoid using the word pride, but there is no shame. I'm quite pleased that God made my skin brown or black. I'm quite pleased with that. There is no shame there, but the way that my skin has been weaponized to demonize American history is shameful. And I want to inspire men to get rid of that shame, get rid of that guilt, get rid of that, oh my God, what America did to black people. 
No, 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 no. What Americans of all skin color did for black people is what the true narrative is and should be. And the exact same thing applies to women. You have been convinced, many of you, that America owes a debt and look how sexist we were and women didn't have the right to vote and women weren't equals in the workplace and women this and women that and oh my, did you watch Mad Men and how sexist we were to women? I'm going to explain all of this today on this show and later at uh, AmeriFest. No, 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 not shame, gratitude. Women should be thankful that they were born here in America. I'm going to explain all that. I'm going to get your mind right and ready for 2024. That's what today's show is about. You're listening to Jason Whitlock. I'm sitting in for Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck radio program. If you want to improve your shooting accuracy, you need a Mantis X. The Mantis X is a high-tech but easy-to-use system used extensively by the military, and it improves your shooting quality and gives you the confidence in your ability to protect what you love. It's a must-have for every responsible gun owner. Here's how it works. You put the Mantis X onto your firearm and connect it with an app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth, and it gives instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct the technique the mantis x it's like a firearms instructor in your pocket 94 percent of shooters improve within 20 minutes just by using mantis x the best shooters in the world do dry fire practice at home every day and the mantis x is the best way to train at home no driving to the range no spending money on range fees or ammo you're gonna save a ton of money and improve your shooting so start improving today get your mantis x at mantisx.com. that's mantisx.com. Welcome back to the Glenn Beck radio program. Jason Whitlock sitting in for Glenn Beck. Uh, The question I want to ask before I go into this entire explanation of the conversation I want to have and the concern that I have going into giving this speech today here at AmeriFest is how's my speech going to land with women? And, And I ask that question because there's a little bit of feminism in all women. It, it it doesn't matter whether they're conservative or not. This culture has been rigged in a way that basically all women have the germ, the cancer, a cancer cell. Now, they may not have full-blown cancer, but they have the cancer cell of feminism within them. And I say that as a black man who realizes that Myself and other black people who have been uh, programmed in this American culture, we have the germ, we have the cancerous cell to some level. Maybe it's just a little bit, maybe it's a lot, maybe it's full blown of racial idolatry. And so, again, take someone like myself, a believer, a committed believer, 
But I have to be very, very careful at all times and on guard that I don't let my racial idolatry control my thinking and influence my thinking. That, that I, I've existed in this American culture for 56 years in this programming that tells uh, black men and black people, and you're a victim. You've been exploited here. And so I will fall into that trap. And I, I've talked about in the past when I was younger and in college that I was the Louis Farrakhan expert on my college campus at Ball State University. And again, I was always a Christian, but there was part of Louis Farrakhan's message with the Nation of Islam that resonated with me despite his obvious racial idolatry. And, and, and I'll say that, and I've said this and defended this, that his call for men, for black men in particular, to be responsible for themselves and their family is what attracted me but because of my racial idolatry, I wasn't so turned off by his racism that I threw the entire message out. If I was properly programmed, I would throw out the entire message. But I haven't been properly programmed because this country has spent 60, 70 years. I'm 56 years old. They've spent my entire life trying to convince black people that we're victims and that white people are in control of our destiny. And the same thing has happened to all women, even conservative women, even believers, Christian believers, women. They've been programmed to think that, hey, women, we're victims. We've been treated unfairly here. They all have the germ of feminism. Don't go anywhere. Give me a call, 888-727-2325. I wanna invite you into the program. I got more after this. Ever since he tried the Rough Greens for the first time, my dog, Uno, has changed. He's a completely different dog. I hear from people all the time in the audience. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of letters have come in who have had the same experience with their dog. They've heard me talk about Rough Greens on the show. They get some for themselves. And as soon as they sprinkle it on the dog's food, the dog literally wolfs it down. And it's really good for him. It's not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that you sprinkle. Your dog needs these things to be healthy. My dog was easy. From the first time he tried Rough Greens, Uno was in love. Some dogs take a little bit to get used to the new flavor, though. Dr. Dennis Black, the inventor of Rough Greens, was on the phone with me last week. He doesn't want that to be a reason for you not to try. So right now, he's got a special gift available. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. Put it on your dog's food and begin to watch your dog become healthier. Glenn Beck. Miss a show? Listen anytime, anywhere podcasts are found. Stick around. More after the break. Welcome back to the Glenn Beck Radio Program. Jason Whitlock sitting in for Glenn Beck. 
Thank you for joining me today. We're just a week out from Christmas. Uh, hey, I'm the host of Fearless with Jason Whitlock. I'd love it uh, if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jason Whitlock. That's Jason, W-H-I-T-L-O-C-K. Uh, you can hear more content like what I'm going to deliver you today. And I'm previewing to you my inme- my message for the entire 2024 year. We have to stop apologizing as men and get our minds right and, and come up off of our knees and come up out of the mentality that we owe everyone a debt and that we owe everyone an apology. That, that America's history inspires gratitude not shame. We have been fed a series, a laundry list, a hundred years of lies. Men are scum and we mistreated everyone. And look what we did to women. Look what we did to black people. Look what we did to the LGBTQ. Still working. We have been fed a series of lies. And so today here in Phoenix, I'm speaking at AmeriFest for Charlie Kirk and Turning Point USA. And I'm going to unpack in about 20 minutes this message that I'm I'm perfecting here this morning or unveiling or practicing here on Glenn Beck Show and sharing with you. And and part of my message to men is to try to get us to understand and to for women to try to get to understand the programming that has taken place and has told a series of lies that have made America vulnerable and and it can be directly related to all the chaos and the immorality and the the corrosion of American culture that we're living in today. And so it's not earth shattering or news breaking that Hollywood has spent the past 30, 40 years, but in particular the past 10 to 15 years, I would say past 20 years, demonizing Christian heterosexual men. And, and I know that white men are like, Hey man, we've taken the brunt of this and, and you are accurate, but you're only getting what was already done to black men, the black Christian man. Now you're front and center and, and you're taking the heat and Hollywood is demonizing you and, and they've demonized you by promoting the anti-hero. Tony Soprano, one of the, probably one of the most popular figures in American culture of the last 20 years. James Gandolfini character from the television show, The Sopranos. Tony Soprano replaced uh, Ward Cleaver. Remember, Leave it to Beaver's dad, I believe his name was Ward Cleaver. Tony Soprano replaced him. Tony Soprano, uh, what was what was the name of the Brady Bunch dad? 
I for, whoever the Brady Bunch dad is. Mike Brady. There you go. Mike Brady. Tony Soprano is the new Mike Brady. I grew up with Mike Brady. Uh, in my high school, college years, I had uh, Heathcliff Huxtable, Bill Cosby's character from The Cosby Show. Now it's Tony Soprano. Now it's Don Draper. Mad Men. Again, and Sopranos, Mad Men, Breaking Bad, Walter White. These are some... Uh, the Shield, Vic Mackey. These are the popular characters in pop culture television. Some of the most powerful and influential shows in the history of American TV, all focused and centered around an anti-hero, Tony Soprano, a mob boss who was a depraved idiot that the Sopranos taught us to root for and love. Walter White, a high school teacher in Breaking Bad who turned to dealing meth and heroin and drugs that we rooted for and learned to love. Don Draper, an advertising executive in the 1950s and 60s. And Mad Men is one of my favorite shows, but Mad Men is about the demonization of men. Look at how terrible they were in the 1950s and 60s. Look what they did to women in the workplace. You owe women a debt. Don Draper was a philanderer, a, a, a man married to a beautiful wife that he cheated on at every turn, got a new wife, cheated on her. Just Don Draper, again, likable, you rooted for him, but a bad guy. Every Vic Mackey, The Shield, one of my favorite shows. I don't know if you ever about a dirty cop, dirty white cop in uh, Los Angeles who became a criminal to stop criminals. This is what Hollywood and American culture has been about, the demonization of men. There are no male heroes. And then I'll give you... (laughs) This one cracks me up because people love this show. Yellowstone, Kevin Costner's character, I think John Dutton the third. People love this show, and conservative people love Yellowstone. They think it's great. I quit watching it after two seasons, so I was like, look, man, this entire show is about uh, John Dutton, a patriarch, who will break every law known to man so that he can leave his kids, his undeserving uh, kids, all of this ill-gotten wealth he acquired over, you know, 40, 50 years. People love that show. I, I, I just, I was like, nah, I can't do this. Th- this is another all dressed up. Oh, this show's not woke. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The, the the number one message to that show was like, look at all the dastardly things this dude will do so he can leave his undeserving kids all of this wealth. It, it's pervasive. And then you turn around, and on the other side, Hollywood 
and and the TV and the movie industry have been pumping out movies where women are the greatest thing to ever hit the planet. You you have a fifty one year old. Let's be generous here. Let let's say Queen Latifah is two hundred forty two hundred thirty pounds. 50 years old. She's now the equalizer. She's jumping off uh, balconies, beating up men, saving the world every weekend, I believe, on CBS, the equalizer. You, you, You got movies like The Woman King, group of Amazon women in Africa that took on the colonizers and saved Whatever, Dahomey, yeah, the people over in Dahomey, the woman king, what was her, Viola Davis was the star of that. Then you got uh, the the new Black Panther, and the, the original Black Panther was no better. But the second iteration of Black Panther, where uh, T'Challa's sister becomes the Black Panther, and she's beating up men, and she's... She's now the savior. And they do all this stuff. This is all wrapped together in terms of the racial idolatry and the feminist movement have a partnership. And and so, look, and they do it with white women, too, and Wonder Woman and all that other stuff. But, but they do it most powerfully and most uh, effectively and, and, and most often, in my opinion, the magical black woman that saves the planet or is is the hero, the hero. And they do it so that if you criticize, like, the woman king, really? Them women over in Dahomey got smoked. The, the reality of, of what happened there. Now, they fictionalized the whole thing. They got their butts, weak, butts beat, had no chance against men. But, but they do it so that if you criticize... The Woman King, the new Black Panther movie, the Equalizer. Oh, you're racist. And so feminism and this racial grievance industrial complex, they work hand hand in hand. They work together to demonize men and for the worship of women. This is all about taking down the patriarchy, all of it. And they're taking down the patriarchy, not because they have a superior argument, not because they're superior, not because they have better solutions, not because they're actually winning the war. They're doing it because we're surrendering men. We're in, we're apologizing constantly. We're in a feeble position where we feel like we owe them everything. We owe them a debt. This is sacrilegious what we're doing. We owe a debt to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We've bought into the secular mindset that, no, it's actually black people and women that we here in America, we owe them a debt. We owe them reparations. We owe them gratitude for all the unfairness we rained on them. 
We have to come up out of that mindset because we have nothing to apologize for. And I'm going to explain it all, every bit of it, over the course of the next two hours and later today in my speech here in Phoenix, Arizona. We don't owe women a debt. What happened to women in American history made perfect sense. It doesn't mean we executed it perfectly, but it made perfect sense. And there's nothing that happens in this world separate from Jesus Christ that isn't imperfect, that isn't flawed, that doesn't have its transgressions, its mistakes. Again, America is like a sausage plant. You don't want to see how it's made, but does it taste good? Does it produce good results? And I hate to use the analogy of sausage because sausage is unhealthy. But, But that is the process of progress. It is not perfect. It looks messy and sloppy. People do get hurt along the way. But what are the end results? What did we produce? What did our forefathers, what did our ancestors here in America produce that hasn't been produced anywhere else on the planet? That's why we don't owe an apology. Because women here in America have the most opportunity, have the most freedom, have, there's no other place they'd rather be and live. They don't want to live in these communist countries. They certainly don't want to live in these Islamic countries. And the exact same thing applies to black people. The freest, safest, most opportunity-rich place in the planet for black people is right here in America. We did that, men. We did that right here in America. Our ancestors, the people that are being demonized, they did that. Quit apologizing. I'm going to start unpacking the true history and and how this all makes sense. When we come back, I'm going to talk to you about why things were the way they were for women in the early 1600s, 1700s, 1800s here in America, and why we shouldn't apologize because they were that way. I'm Jason Whitlock, sitting in for Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck Radio Program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program.
Well, we have the holiday season upon us again. The increase in traveling, shopping, connecting online can significantly increase the opportunity for identity theft. Help protect your family's identity and your finances with LifeLock. They can lower the risk of identity thieves draining your accounts, opening new loans in your name, and damaging your financial future. LifeLock detects and alerts you to the threats that you might miss. You'll overlook them in your busy holiday season. But if you do experience ID theft, a U.S.-based restoration specialist is dedicated to your case and will provide expert-level service to help resolve the issue on your behalf. Plus, all of their plans are backed by LifeLock's million-dollar protection package with stolen fund reimbursement up to the limits of your plan. Protecting Tanya and my identity and finances, invaluable. So is the peace of mind that comes with it. Join LifeLock today. Save up to 25% off your first year. Go to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. Save 25% your first year. LifeLock, identity theft protection starts here. All right, welcome back to the Glenn Beck Radio Program. 888-727-2325 is the phone number to call. Would love for you to join me in this conversation. It's going to heat up in the next hour. I'm going to walk you through why men need to quit apologizing for what is called a sexist culture that we allegedly ran in the 16, 17, and 1800s. The Glenn Beck Program. Don't go anywhere. 